0: Home Depot for forty grand. will drop off a tiny home to your front door, and you're telling me that the fucking car dealerships can't deliver a fucking car to my house.
1: So this whole thing and why you're so obsessed? Because they wouldn't drive the car to your house? Yeah. Okay, start it off. Do the intro. No. <laughs> did that
0: already season nine new area we have been flip-flopping
1: areas a lot but stop with the welcome
0: to the couch area we don't know why we're here but we're here new arc and uh we're we're happy that you're here which by the way if you haven't yet please be sure to subscribe and if you've got a aftermarket uh vehicle it's got a little build story go add it over to our build threads martiniworks.com
1: and if it's not aftermarket the the store can, is launched, you can buy stuff now. Yeah. So make store, it
0: aftermarket. Store is launched, I it's an exciting time. If you can't find what you need, just press the button at the top where it says email us. Don't worry, you don't have to call us. That level
1: of anxiety is saved for me if you have an issue. Scary launching your own website a little bit. It's just more was like it difficult or was it easy?
0: Well, you know, the, the hardest part is kind of seeing the money you have to pay and then just hoping it kind of sorts itself out at the end.
1: Like, what if my buddy Bradley? watching this right now he's like man i want to open up my own store it's kind of like strategic gambling yeah everything's just gambling isn't that everything in life
0: yeah it's like holy shit 30 seconds of the podcast we're so we're talking about (laughs) life no it's deep as the titanic anything anything is possible what i will say is if you are looking to start any sort of online business here's one thing you need to learn oh shit secret 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 anybody that's a consultation person on data or web or whatever it is that they're telling you they can sell in, like it's super easy just let us do it fuck them it's not easy (laughs) it's actually really hard no matter what they tell you never assume that just because they tell you it's easy it's easy so anyway, cars. It's like, it's like, yeah, yeah, all right. So, so cars. you cars.
1: bored. So let's let's talk about something I'm just,
0: fun. Now I'm just, my anxiety's up. Oh. Yeah, let's switch it okay, up. What do we right. got going on today?
1: I wanted to talk about dealerships. Dealerships. And buying cars, because you've done it <laughs> a lot lately. And I, I think we've all had some experiences with dealerships. Maybe some good, some bad. Mm-hmm. And I thought it'd be worth talking about, because I think a lot of people go to the dealership to buy a car. Which is fair, because I think... There is a time and a place to do that, and then I think there's a time and a place to get it just off marketplace and yeah. move it on the side as well. One tip, this could be the whole thing, never buy a fucking car brand new.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that.
1: Because you will get hit with the depreciation. You will lose money. You are going to lose money. Yeah, Maybe deal. if you keep it for 50 years. I think the only time, time drive it, it
0: shakes yeah. itself out is if it's like limited and there's a global pandemic happening. And the supply chain's really messy. Yeah. It's a very specific so circumstance. Everything, right? Yeah. This go happening. buy a new car. <laughs> <laughs> right now.
2: <go laughs>
3: Pay
0: markup. Pay yeah. markup. No. I Yeah. We just got done. We bought the the 2023 Z, which we just announced, which was really cool. We'll be building that and driving the piss out of that yeah. to see if it's actually any good. Yeah. I'm
1: glad you um, finally announced it so we can talk about I it. I know. Jeez, it's been, it's been, a been like a minute.
0: month. It has been a month, actually. <laughs> like, technically, it's been a whole month. Uh so, yeah, that experience was different. Uh, some of the stuff that was good, the car is real. I was
1: able to walk out of the It was actually a real the thing. Car. Yeah, it, was it was a real good, thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have to pay a markup, which was awesome. That's pretty crazy, Unheard honestly. Of. Yes,
1: yes. Uh, I'm surprised. Yeah. Why do you think there wasn't a markup?
0: Uh, so Bergstrom tells me that they don't mark up their vehicles. That's what they said. Okay. I'm, nice. hopeful. I'm hopeful it's not because of me, um but yeah they said that they don't mark up their vehicles ever so that was kind of cool i hats off to bergstrom for doing that that's a rarity for a dealership to not charge Especially a mass like, markup
1: a car that's so sought after right now and has been that's what i was get, wondering you're like is it so sought after right now
0: i think
3: so i you mean think, but is it i mean yeah definitely i mean i actually i, <laughs> I did a should video should i go try to that. sell
1: the car on a marketplace It'd be interesting to see what offers you get. Yeah, you can just make bank on that. Yeah, door, don't ask you? <laughs> eighty grand. You do the markups now. I'll, d- yeah. I'll, I'll You're I'll, the
0: captain. I'll put it up for eighty grand and let's see
3: if somebody buys it. All right, yeah. Giles, go ahead. I was gonna say I did a video on uh, why the hell is no one buying the the new Type R because like I didn't know. Like I, I just did some research and I was like, oh yeah, they're listed for this price. They're listed MSRP, not knowing that if you actually call the dealership, that they tack on thirty grand because it's a sought after vehicle. They're, they're little right assholes. And uh, my comments immediately let me know that you're a fucking idiot. Uh, no one can get their hands on them because they're like 50 grand over market. Yeah. And I was like, I did not know that. I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, they yeah. advertise it as not marked up. Yeah. And then you go to buy it and it is very marked <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah.
0: Because those websites that are like carsforsale.com and all that stuff, they literally just, even when the new car is registered to go to a dealership, like it's been allocated to a dealership, right? The system automatically like uploads the car. For sale. And because the dealer doesn't really have much say on the actual mm-hmm. price, it's just listed from the data. All of it's just listed at MSRP. And so like you'll call and they'll be like, Well, what lot number is it? Yeah. I'm like, all the time uh, they act like I don't, they have no fucking, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, know, six, seven, two, five, nine, three. Like, that's not coming for four months. Yeah, uh, that'll know. be yeah. that'll that'll know. probably be like ninety-five like thousand. Pretty simple
3: fix to resolve and not a long like amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think, but
0: But uh, the dealer the dealership is is interesting space. I'm not entirely used to it. You know, buying a something car something
3: is hitting the back of my coach right now. It's, it's me. It's
0: your conscious speaking.
1: Okay. So <laughs> when do you guys think it's appropriate to buy a car from a dealership? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> look it. at that dumb ass. There he is. <laughs> hey, hey, bud.
3: Hey buddy.
0: <laughs> um when is it appropriate to buy when it's business use? That's it. I do think so. What, what does that mean? Like, if you're, if you, if you, uh, you know, if you're, if you do plumbing or construction, or you got a, plumber, a lot of labor, go the you got a lot of labor work, right? And like, you need something that's functional that you can haul shit with, that's gonna get the job done, that you're gonna use for like ten years. Yeah, you go out probably buy a new truck. It's it's gonna it's got the warranties it's got all the stuff that you need you're gonna pay markup on them because everybody is right now but I feel like that's the only time we're buying a car new really makes sense otherwise I wasn't saying new-
1: buying new oh
3: I was saying buying from a dealership
0: oh I think never
3: buy a new car I think it's <laughs> like I think we're put in a in a different situation because we have a completely different outlook on it as people that do what we do and as like enthusiasts who modify their right. cars and do that okay so stuff. yeah for so when I does think, it
1: make sense for an enthusiast to buy from it yeah dealership is i what mean looking at.
3: when you're looking for a stock low mile car i think so yeah because yeah. like that's where i found myself you know if i'm looking for a project car you know like when i was looking for the rx8 obviously i know it's like a little older but like i don't think i would have looked at a dealership for that i yeah. i wanted you know i just went and bought one when i was looking for my daily, when I was looking for something that, you know, like when I was looking for the FRS, I wanted specifically something really low miles that I like knew everything about. And I found myself at a dealership for that yeah. kind of stuff, especially for the daily, too, because it was like I wanted something that I could bring back to a dealership to mm-hmm. like have stuff done, too, because like I don't know. Working on dailies is not the most fun thing in the world. I'd rather just have someone else do it because I got enough shit in my hands with the broken project cars that I own. Um, and then. Yeah, it was just like it was just really straightforward and easy. I didn't have to deal with, oh yeah, no, it's uh because you're looking for something that's supposed to be reliable. Yep, they had the information. You probably pay a little more, but it was worth it in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think there's some times that make it worth it. Like I bought uh, my Supra from a dealership, is mm-hmm. like a Sugarland Audi dealership in Texas. Yeah, um, and I think it can make sense. Because every once in a while a deal will come through that's you're not overpaying. You do need to look though. Yeah, because you were looking for a hot minute. I yeah, I spent months. And then not only that, but some dealerships have like these fees and shit that they tack on and whatnot, which whatever. But um this dealership was willing to work with me. No, I disagree.
0: Fuck the fees, okay? The little add-on, little knick-knack fees. Like I didn't have any when I bought the Z, but those little tiny fees that are like uh uh, service fee oh uh, yeah preparation fee <laughs> yeah, we watch paperwork it. filing fee this fee that fee. nine times out of ten all those fees are absolute dog shit yeah that's They're why so useless 100 percent.
1: that's why when i go i negotiate the price out the door i yeah. don't negotiate the price of the car i don't yeah. i say i want this car for this amount of money and if i can't get it for this amount of money i'm going somewhere else yeah. um so i i started negotiating that dude i i'm was blown away with this dealership and the way they treated it i don't know if it was because there was a toyota traded into an audi dealership that made them more like hey this is just trading maybe you just need it out the door or whatever i don't know i don't know but it was phenomenal they even paid for my uber ride from the airport nice to, it was like a hundred dollar uber ride because it was a little bit of a drive um and then when i got there there's no bullshit i was like you want to water cars in here and i'm like uh let me see the car they're like okay you want your picture with it and i was like yeah and they're like all right okay go have fun and yeah, that they was the little bow on it for they you put a bow on They it. put a bow
2: it on amazing. it i didn't
1: get a bow I that's want what i'm bow. saying yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck Bergstrom, honestly and they can come at me i don't care i fucking hate that dealership because i went to try and buy a supra from them and uh i walked in they had a yellow one and i was between nocturnal black and i forget the name of the yellow um but i was between those two colors whatever i could get a better deal on that's when i was getting i walked in uh i made an appointment to see the car the dealership guy comes up oh yeah you're looking for the super i was like yeah he's like oh there it is um i gotta go do stuff i was like okay so i I check it out and i stand around waiting waiting never comes back um nowhere in the office i was like okay well i guess i'll just shoot him an email and come back at a different time when he's not so busy i sent this fucker three emails over like three weeks because again i was looking for months never once got back to me never did anything and he never yeah. took me serious for a second and i i've just had bad experiences with bergstrom personally and i know other people that have had terrible experiences there too with their cars and fuck bergstrom that's all i gotta say i don't <laughs> I, I think don't, it's damn so
0: it's so weird though because like so i got the the nissan z at bergstrom and it was a oh, good experience sorry it was it was it was Painless. It was fast. I mean, it didn't. The thing that really kind of confuses me is like, I don't like because we posted a video on it. Yep. You know, and it's like, hey, how did it? You know, they after you buy the car, they're like, please give us five star. Tell us this. You know, Mm -hmm. please rate us all tens because nines are actually not that good. So it's like, I go through the whole process, give them five star, do the tens, like the experience, everything was good. You know, whatever, got it done, and I get an email, and it's like hey, we saw your video, we appreciate it. It would have been really nice if you shared more facts about the car. Like, it it would have been really nice. Like, it kind of seems like you're still hesitant towards car dealerships. And it's like, we really try to not be that car dealership. And it's like, well, okay, sure. But that's my experience. Like, my experience is hesitation towards car dealerships because it's the first new car I've ever bought. Right. I don't trust you. I don't know you. I don't know. I, I never I don't, go into I don't, a dealership I I, trusting so it's, them. It's, it's, one of those, it's one of those things where it's like the email kind of like read back to me as like, hey, you should have trusted us more and we would have appreciated so if you weird. if you shared more stuff about the car. And it's like, you're not paying me. This isn't a signed collaboration was, deal. Yeah, it's not ask. a partnership. So it's you didn't have anything. to make content I on the Z didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to do anything with the Z. I, I literally just bought a car from them. Yeah. And to get that email, it kind of felt weird yeah, and if you guys so if you guys want me to share the whole story let me know i'll do it like a full video on it but it just it, it, it felt odd so it's like you know that's i reached really back weird. out and i was like oh i apologize you know i didn't mean to stand standoffish sure. because he's like you kind of seem like your mind was elsewhere and it's like yeah my mind was elsewhere then when we did kind of talk about like securing the car deal yeah i'm gonna have a couple blockers up because i don't really know you absolutely I'd, and and i don't feel like i should
1: need that's to a be. lot of money you're spending on a new fucking car yeah. like it's so <laughs> weird that they're it's all said and done. You've given them the reviews, which you gave them good reviews. I started 10 out of 10. And they're still reaching out and pestering you about. It just, it it felt a little odd. And maybe,
0: maybe it was because it was like expecting, I don't know what they were expecting, but like, that's just me. Like in the video of me getting the car, that is just my reaction. Number one, I don't like buying things new because I never feel like I'm worth it. Number two, I've never bought a new car. Number three, every single dealership experience I've ever had has been absolutely trash. It's been the yeah. worst fucking experience of my life. So when people come in and, and you know this about a customer and you know that they're hesitant, you know that they're cautious, you should be softer about those sort of things. You shouldn't come back and say, oh, well, you just should have trusted me more. Like, I, I'm not yeah. going to do anything bad for you. It's like, well, <laughs> like, no, I've never done this with any. It's, they don't it's need to so say weird. shit after so the weird. sale is
1: done. And just it, like, I watch a video. You did not, like, put... Bertram or anybody through the the ringer. You weren't like,
0: yeah, I thought I did actually shit. like a. Good you made job. some
1: jokes about upsales, but everyone knows that's a thing at dealerships. Yeah. They're gonna try good to job. sell a <laughs> c- ceramic package. That, that was thing. the thing is like, like well, he's like, well,
0: it's actually not a. I didn't. That's not a car wash, you know. And I, I think it's like sometimes I do think with this relationship of content versus like influencer marketing which is this big fancy way of saying companies pay people like us to promote product so that you buy it that is the fucking nuts and bolts of the whole thing yeah and this wasn't that this no, was just this was just, an, you this buying was a just car. me buying a car with a camera to share with you guys because i wanted you to have an authentic real experience of what it would be like if i bought the car And I didn't want there to be any noise of any sort of partnerships or any shit like that. I just wanted... And I didn't even know if I was going to get the car. Right. So then to go through that experience, share with... Oh, God. Oh, Oh, God. I'm dying. Share it with you guys, like, just as it was. And then to get that email, it just kind of felt weird to me, like... No, it is weird. I don't I know if you should
1: feel weird about I it. I
0: just it felt odd. So anyway, if you guys want to if you guys want to hear the whole story, let me know. I'll make a video on it. It was it was it was definitely a, an interesting call. I still appreciated everything that Bergstrom did to get me that car. I appreciate that the Nah, car, don't charge it up. Fuck Bergstrom. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that they got me the car. I appreciate that they didn't do markup. Do do I think they at even sell me dealer car. dealerships as like a whole, I still have a lot of hesitation towards cause I still do not understand the concept of that business model because I just don't think it should really exist. I think there should be service key I think there should be service hubs for cars. Fuck yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If I gotta go get my Ford F-150 fixed and it costs me 60, 75 bucks to get fixed, or it costs a random shop down the street that barely knows what they're doing fifty, I'm gonna go to the dealership so that they get it done right. But the concept of me having to go through a dealership that's owned by this random group of people that then can then charge the cars yep. whatever the fuck they want that d- is not even connected to the manufacturer in a good like it, the whole thing just makes no sense just cut out the middleman and just drop the fucking car off at my house why is that so hard i can literally get houses that that. i can have houses shipped to my house little mini houses what are the fu- tiny homes shipped tiny to home? my house you can do this you're doing it home depot For 40 grand, we'll drop off a tiny home to your front door. And you're telling me that the fucking car dealerships can't deliver a fucking car to my house? They got wheels, bro. They can do it themselves practically. They just need a fucking person.
1: So, this whole thing and why you're so upset, because they wouldn't drive the car to your house? Yeah, pretty much. I'd
3: say Home Depot is still a middleman for the tiny homes. You're trying to DoorDash your car? pro i just don't understand it sometimes
1: i just don't it's like
3: it's like uber but they stay with you
1: No, i think there's a time and a place for dealerships and not all are bad but you do have to go in defensive because they know every little slimy trick in the book to get you to pay a little more because they're commission-based so i get in a sense they're doing their job but some of them take it too far
0: i don't know if bergstrom is commission-based
1: i don't know if they are but fuck bergstrom
0: (laughs) i'm trying to be fair I think I'm not. Fuck I them. Yeah, they, they weren't fair to me. Those
3: scary tattoos and big beard. Maybe it was. <laughs> I don't know. What came it in was. like an, an adult. Maybe, Maybe I was they
1: too <laughs> <so> thick <laughs> or something. I don't fucking know. He's like. I will say really quick. The
0: worst experience I ever had with a car dealership was when I bought that 82 Porsche 911. I bought it from a dealership. You Bought that from a dealership. Yeah, I huh? bought that from okay. Victory Sports Something. Oh, I thought you got another. that off like an auction or something. no? No, no. So I found the car on eBay. Found the dealership. And keep they had it, done all it. this, they had done all this like keep research, it. all this inspection stuff. Yep. They've worked on the car. They told me all the things that they got done with it. Let's go. Got the car, less than hundred miles, APR <laughs> headset issues. Car started knocking, not staying alive, leaking oil yep. everywhere. Less than a hundred miles. But because we bought it in the wintertime, you didn't, we didn't know drive until it, it until then, March. Yeah, so no. there was like a time frame thing. And so I called the dealership and they're like, I can't remember the story verbatim but i remember they're like yeah no there's there's not a whole lot of warranty then (laughs) i started making a little bit of a fuss about it and then they're like well we'll 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 fix it if you send it back to us but we're only going to give you you know it's going to cost us six grand to fix or something like that jesus fuck and i'm like no i'm just gonna get it done myself so anyway i go out there i get it fixed at a local shop it ended up being all in A twelve thousand dollars
3: repair on
0: this car. A a $13,000 repair on a car that had less than 100 miles on it. And when I started kicking up a storm in the reviews, their lawyer contacted me and said, if I didn't stop, they were going to sue me for defamation because (laughs) they sold me the car as is. And by technicality, I can't, they're not liable. Even though they sold me a car that, that needed thirteen so thousand dollars in repair that and hundred miles. Oh, so fucked. So when you are on, if you're watching this as a dealer or a car salesman, and you are wondering why you have a bad rap, it's because of dealerships like that, and it's because a lot of times, nine times out of ten, the experience that people have is that you are abusing them mm-hmm. and you are manipulating them because you are commission based and that's how you run your business. Yes. And if you run that, bi- that's fine. But don't like fucking skirt around the conversation. It's like realtors too. It's like they fucking get paid on a commission. So what are they gonna want you to do?
1: Spend a lot of money. Spend
0: a lot of money, buy a fucking house. They don't care. But like- here's
1: the reality of it. If you would just <laughs> give me the straight up price and the, the no bullshit price, I will come back to you.
0: Exactly. And, and, that's, that's, what, and that's, that's what they should be looking for. And, I, and I know you don't agree. But I like that part about Bergstrom. They told me how much it was going to be. I bought the car for that price. They didn't try to nickel and dime me on anything, sure. and it was good. You know, So I will say, I'm going to say it again, because sometimes people only like to pick and choose what they hear sometimes. The actual purchase process of Bergstrom was good for me. There's some weird shit that just happened post-purchase that I just feel a little uncomfy about. That's fair.
1: And, and that's how I feel. I didn't think about it sometimes in the heat of the moment. You know, if someone from Bergstrom, Oshkosh, is listening to this, fuck Bergstrom. <laughs> I hate them fuckers. <laughs> and they, I've just had nothing but a poor experience. So <laughs> I thought you were going to redeem yourself. Yeah, I, no. You got, you got no, my they ass. need to redeem themselves. I don't ass. need to redeem shit. This motherfucker had the audacity to email me one year later saying, are you still interested in a Super?"
0: That's actually not even him. That's probably the CRM. No, 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 no.
1: Because I left a review. I left a negative review on Bergstrom Oshkosh saying, these fuckers won't even help me buy a car. Normally, you go to a dealership, you can't get them off your back. I couldn't even get them to touch my hand.
0: Yeah, that's because the last few years, it's been like easy money, bro.
1: I guess, yeah. So I, I left a review, and then immediately after that, I get an email. Hey, Dakota, was just wondering if you're still looking for a Super, Bitch! I bought one from Texas.
0: Sometimes I just wish there were a bit. I will say one more. When Torque Motorsport bought the GRD6 in yeah. Elgin, Illinois. Yeah. Easy.
1: Okay, well, Alex, yeah, you but... paid out the fucking ass for that. Yeah.
3: How easy. much was that GRD6?
1: We're going to take a break <laughs> and
0: come back on the next no section of the video. Easy. What are we talking about?
1: Uh, whatever you want,
0: baby. All right, we're going to be talking about car mods or <laughs> something. Yeah. <laughs> your money. (laughs) Have you guys ever wondered when you look at coilovers and you're looking at like seven different brands and they're all the same exact price and they all look identical and you're thinking to yourself, how in the fuck am I supposed to tell the difference between which one is better? What if I were to tell you they're probably all from the same goddamn place.
3: No, but I think about that
1: about cereal when I'm walking through the grocery aisle.
0: Fucking Kellogg's okay. owns everything. No,
1: yeah, that's true. That, that When you get in the food industry, we don't got to get... It, that, somehow we're getting into <laughs> no. that already. Right? No, <laughs> it, 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 it's so thought, interesting. Said, <laughs> it like, is. Two brands own fucking everything. Yes. And it's nuts. We have but made it two it's similar. Into it's it. similar with suspension and wheels, Bro, even wheel brands. It's everything. I get so heated on the internet when I see fucking people talk about reps, yeah. and it's not because of the, I'm this rep defender. It's just like you fucking <laughs> rep <idiot>. defender. <laughs> 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 it's like, bro, you are running some clapped ass work real wheels that in disguise and fucking powder coated 18 times and you think you are the real wheel god yeah and here, just because this wheel is made in china you think it is the piece of shit when 60 percent of the wheels in the entire world are made in china yeah and then they're made in the same fucking factories as all that your favorite brands and shit they're made right next it's like I, I try to not give it because they don't know, but they try to act like they do fucking know everything. You know, you, you
0: really do have to, like... <sighs> you guys can ask us questions in the comments. We'll be super honest with you about Fuck this. Fuck it, but yeah. like, when it comes down to production of wheels, imagine... I don't even know how to explain this. Like, imagine you're in a, you live in a small town. You live in Beaver Creek or wherever the fuck Dakota used to live. Beaver Dam. And they've got, yeah, right. they've got one city, they've got on. one city block, and that city block has the six bars and the two churches. And there's and then,
1: twelve bars.
0: Okay, so twelve bars, two churches, right? And you go to one each church. of the bars, and they have all got their little, they got their different moods, they got their different yeah. servers and waitresses yeah. and things like that. But at the end of the day, a Bud Light's a Bud Light. You go to the next place, oh, a Bud thing. Light's a Bud Light. And you go to the next place, a Miller Light's a Miller. There all the same right the yeah. bar is a little different the vibe but the is drink is the same that is a lot of times wheel manufacturing that comes from china because there's only like four wheel factories in china and they all operate in like the same fucking province and so if you're like if you go to china and you want to make some wheels and you're like well that factory sucks i'm gonna to go to this factory
3: well, they all talk to each other. They all do. the
0: factories talk to each yeah, other. They, they neg- gossip
3: like a bunch of high school girls. <laughs>
0: yeah. They all, Gels knows this. I fucking I know, this, know. Trust yeah. me,
1: we know Seeing this. Seeing the emails from them was funny. <laughs>
0: they all talk to each other and they all set the prices together. So yeah. you go into a factory in China, any factory in China, they all fucking talk to each other. So, number one, if people are like, yeah, our wheels are made in China, but they're made. Uh, you know the fanciest factory it's like bullshit (laughs) they're all the fucking same they're all shades of gray and black and they make fucking wheels second thing on top of that is that the only country at least in the i want to say in the last couple years that have gotten good at brushing wheels you know like the wheel brush one piece you you do like that brush finish china tried to do it because it takes a lot of work and because china's constantly trying to save money they suck at brushed wheels they're really not And chrome They suck at brushed wheels. They suck at chrome. So where do you go? You typically go to Taiwan or you go to Mm. Thailand. Taiwan is really where most of the brushing on wheels occurs. So if you ever see a wheel, Cosmos Racing has brushed wheels, Mm -hmm. right? I don't even know if Cosmos Racing sells wheels anymore, but a a lot of their stuff came from Taiwan. The only difference is they can brush the wheels. So much so that sometimes, I can't say Cosmos because I don't know for a fact, they fucking make the wheels in China. Ship them to Taiwan, brush them in Taiwan, (laughs) yeah, finish them in Taiwan, then ship them to the United States, and then put on the front, designed in the U.S., yeah, (laughs) engineered, California. Also, if you want want another fun fucking fact, yeah, any like if you've ever wondered why these wheel brands always pop up out of nowhere, there's like one private label manufacturer that does designs for like 35 different wheel companies. One designer, one design company. Jesus. It's wow. called, called Renan International. Did they make the TE37? No. Oh. That would have been some <laughs> that shit. That would have been some it? shit. <laughs> I remember we went up there. It was like SEMA 2018 or something like that. We went up to their like booth thing that they had at one of the Caesars Palace or something. And I remember looking at a wheel design and I was like, that looks like that one. And the guy's like, well, yeah, we designed it. I'm like, well, what do you mean? They're like, well, we designed the wheel. Then we just sold the design. We sold the design to that company and they make it. I'm like, well, is that the same wheel in that company as that wheel in that company? Like, oh, yeah, fucking the fucking same exact wheel. Jesus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, too. <laughs> what the uh, fuck? <laughs> something a lot of people don't realize is there is a, it's kind of like the cereal thing. There's a main brand and then they'll have like, brands underneath yeah because with the really expensive wheels it's hard to sell a ton of those it's easy to sell a ton of cheap wheels because more people can afford those so those big name companies will make a brand under them and they won't necessarily say the public relation between them but they are the same brand just making cheaper wheels and i have seen people that own like the big name brand and then talk shit about the the sister company that are made by the not same knowing people. it's just the yeah. same fucking brand, the same people, the same everything. Yeah. And oh my God, yeah. I just want to fucking like scream because it's like you are you make yourself look so yeah.
3: I know one that comes to mind immediately. I don't know if we want to say it, but like uh, yeah, it is crazy because it's like though Wait, who? Is it us? No. It... <laughs> <laughs> I I ain't making wheels anymore. All not right. yet anyway. I'm trying to think. Steve, please hold.
0: You could say that. Okay. They're, they're related. Well, they're like not publicly related, but if you look far enough, they host the same a- same addresses and right. stuff. That's what I mean. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, So like, yeah, you can go into it. Okay. It's not a bad thing.
3: Okay, yeah. So like, Rohana, for instance, they yeah. make crazy forged wheels. Which are dope. Some like insane forged, unique multi-piece wheels. Yeah, they have phenomenal wheels. Like
1: Liberty walk cart, like just insane. Sick.
3: Same fucking people make F1R. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It doesn't... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think Rohana even like offers to like F- make yeah. wheels. Yeah, two, like F1R, Yeah, F1R is like their budget brand. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not it it's not uncommon in the industry. I mean, look at Rays and Gram lights. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But because there's, it has a raised name, it's so funny. But there's
0: there's like there's tears there's tears to it. I think where it gets weird is when like the budget like what people don't understand is like sometimes the budget company Will make budget variants of their own budget wheel brands, right? Right. So like right. companies like Take Raise will go down. They'll make the Gram Lights, yep. right? And that's fine. They have what's called tiers in in the industry. You have things called tier. You have like a tier one, tier two, tier three, tier four. That's typically how people would label mm-hmm. this. So your tier four stuff cheaper. Tier three kind of has a value prop maybe. Tier two is like really heavy on the value props, tries to keep the margin low, and then tier one is like Michelin, right? So when you go into the wheel stuff, there are people that do that, and that's smart, good to do. Mm -hmm. But people that will make like a tier three product initially will go into a tier four and then make fucking ten tier four brands and just blitz the market with as much shit as they can to make as much money as they can. And that is where I do think if you want to be angry, be angry at that. Like you can be angry at like people just coming in to want to make a buck. But a lot of times that stuff is coming from like the private equity companies that are coming into the automotive industry space that bought a company for two billion dollars and now they need to make their money back. And the only way they know how is to manufacture wheels. So
1: and then on the other side of that, if you didn't realize suspension does the same shit. Exactly. You'll find <laughs> fucking coilovers that are they're literally just painted a different color, it's literally rebranded and put a new sticker on it. And again, it's your favorite brands are literally making coilovers for other people and just labeling it as something. And you'll fucking talk shit about them.
0: If you if you want to, then that's where it's like, that's why Martini Works is such a thing. That's why it's and I know it sounds like a pitch, but it sounds it's super fucking important to me as we go into this new chapter to be honest about some of that stuff, because there is there's going to be like you look at coilovers, for instance, and you wonder how the fuck did, did that just randomly spin up? How did this wheel come? Randomly spin up. Nine times out of 10, they're not spinning up anything. The product, the oils, the springs. It's all been there. It's always, it's there. We could go right now. You could make it, you could send an email. And in two weeks, we once we put an MOQ in of $50,000 worth of coilovers, I could start a coilover company
3: in a week. Yeah, because it's right? at that point, it's like plug and play. It's like, it I want this oil. They, like, they literally they give, give you like
0: everything. a menu of it's options. It's like a Lego, a Lego set. Yeah, Here you yeah. go. What it's
1: do you like, want? Yeah. And again, like, it doesn't need to be a bad thing. It's not even the, talking shit. It's but just, no, it's but just the is point, what it is. Yeah, but the
0: point is, is it's good to be aware of those yeah, things. Yeah, because it's good it's, to be aware of it. It's like if you're going to get into a stance where you're going to have an opinion on brands, then you need to understand. Where the brands come from. Right. Because yep. that's why I'm such a huge proponent. Like, we have homies over at BC Racing, but we've always told you that, like, BC Racing is the place to go. If you need accessibility, you need a coilover because they have a million different applications for everything, yep. yep. BC is your place to go. They, they literally good, do have everything. They make good mm-hmm. coilovers. If you want to go into pro stuff, they have that stuff too. But really, their biggest value prop, they got something for everybody. And it's available. And it's available. The reason we pick Fortunato is because they have a really high attention to detail. You can custom do a lot of shit on mm-hmm. them. Plus, they're homies. They're good people. They yeah. build their shit. They track their shit. They're awesome. They work with us. They love the stuff that we do. And I feel like when I'm buying and spending more money on Fortunatos, I am actually objectively getting a bet. Getting my
1: money's worth 100%. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. like I have driven on a lot of coilovers now. I just... Enjoy my Fortunato's yeah. the most. And it's not about the market, It's not about the brand, It's not because I think they look cool. They do kind of look yeah. cool. The green's kind of cool. Yeah. But <laughs> I just like those the most. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope when people can look at this now. And the reason that I got away from my previous endeavors was... I just wanted to be able to talk about the shit that I like and, and I enjoy, and I don't want to just push something for yeah, there and
3: not and not have to worry about saying the wrong thing about other brands as yeah. well.
0: Yeah, and to be fair, and on the final point of that, because I think there is some some maybe housekeeping that needs to be done on that concept. It's not the fact that the opinions of the past are wrong or anything like that. It's about the sake of saying. Is one better than another? Mm-hmm. Is one truly yeah. going to perform in the way that you want to? And in the current situation, I could be more honest with you and tell you that your application of street driving—sure, a five hundred dollar set of coilovers—you may not have even fucking notice. That there's yeah, the shit oil in it or even, that it's a yeah. bad spring or that you'll it's made it. from the same. But <laughs> if you're going into driving your car, you're going into drifting your car, you're going into track racing your car, yes, there is a difference. And if you can save an extra 500 bucks, save an extra $500. Yeah, here, bucks, this is what I'm going right say. One.
1: What I've noticed personally is from the $500 coilovers, to the $1,000 coilovers, you will fucking notice a difference, yes. even in just daily driving. Yeah. The $1,000 coilovers to the $1,300, 1400 coilovers on the street, are you going to notice a difference? Probably fucking not. Yeah. Unless you're really attentive to detail yeah. and stuff like that, maybe. Um. But otherwise, it's kind of more... They're all in It's if you're auto-crossing and tracking yeah. that's where you're gonna notice the they're they're all in they're all in a tier though. Yeah. You know yeah.
0: what I mean? It's like if you see something sub a thousand dollars, all the brands are working within the same pricing tier. They're all trying to make like forty percent, fifty percent margin on their stuff, which is a good chunk of change. Which means they're all buying the products of those parts at the same price from the same factories. You're getting the same quality. So if you see something that's like at eight forty-five versus eight seventy-five, yeah, it's, there's not a quality difference. No. It's literally somebody trying to make yeah. an extra thirty dollars and hoping. It comes that down to
3: branding at that Marketing
0: point. or availability is the thing that's getting you to spend thirty more dollars. That's yeah. the only thing. You're absolutely right. What do you think is above the thirteen hundred dollar mark? Because I think... What, I, what, do, what do you mean? Like, pricing point. I think, like, anything from 15... 18? Yeah, 15 to, like, 19. I'd say 16 to 19 is probably
1: a good tier. Yeah, there's some that <clears throat> they start getting wild with their pricing. I mean, you start getting into, like, the Olin's yeah. KW. Yeah. And, dude, I I love those suspension companies. They make a fantastic product. They 100% do. I even got my own little Olin shock on my Grom, and I loved it. It made it rideable for me, yeah. and I, I love it. But do I need that for my car? Do I need to spend that money? Fuck no. It's and a, I ain't going
0: to. It's the same thing as like, do you actually need what you're paying for? Yeah. That is a big thing in the car scene too, where it's like, yes, you 100%. see people spend a ton of money and I've I've made this mistake too. Like call me out if you want. I've had tires that I don't need on <laughs> my cars before because I just wanted to have it. And it's like, well, do you use it? No. Well, is it a good tire? Well, pr- no. And it's like, well, why not? Alex, is, is the Sport Cup 2 a bad tire? It's like, no, it's a bad tire because I don't fucking use it in the right, right environment yeah. and that's me problem, yeah, you know? I'm just try to get to work. Yeah, it's like on so, a rainy day. <laughs> yeah, so it's like I think with the the when you look at stuff like that, you do have to when you're building your car, you do have to kind of reference how are you actually going to use it? That's why we're such I'm really vocal about companies like Koenig, I'm really vocal about companies like Fortunato, like BC, Continental and Michelin because it's like they kind of capture Ninety percent of everything you would need for building a car, and they're good people. Good people. They build the right shit. They build the right products. They care about what they do. They've been in it for a minute, and it's like I could talk to you about the entire history of Koenig and where they came from and where they manufacture, and never feel bad once, and never Mm -hmm. ever have to hide like an inclination of something from their history because it's Koenig. Yeah. You know, and people are like, well, I have some people that are like, well, I just. No, they're they're too basic. I want something more wild, or I want something that's more function performance. Like you're you're not gonna find that until you get into forged realm. Right, you're literally not going to find a more budget performance oriented. Let's say something.
3: Everybody, shut up. joe this guy something to say. I got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand Graham lights.
1: Oh,
3: and I don't understand the whole <laughs> fucking hype around Graham lights. <laughs> I get it. They're a raised brand. They got some cool colors. They look good. <laughs> I won't lie, but they are a heavy. They are heavy. Cast. They're gram heavies. Brittle fucking wheel. Whoa! Whoa. I have seen 57DRs fucking explode before and people don't talk shit about it. No. They're you low see, pressure cameras. You see one picture of it. Okay, I'm not. You see one picture of an XXR and that shit gets shared for fucking decades. But you see multiple gram lights explode at a drift day and people are like, ah! <laughs>
2: Yeah, maybe, it's a real wheel, though. some
3: hard pavement.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: maybe
0: maybe it's it's too soon. I don't know if you guys That's heard funny. at the FD event this past weekend, uh, Chelsea Denofa and, and Mr. Dan Stuckey. Yeah, everyone yeah. has got, heard that got, eight got, times. Got into it a little bit. Yeah. But while they were off, literally about to beat each other's ass, I got a picture of that Koenig wheel that Dan took into a wall. Look at that. Hey, it didn't blow up. Look at look at doing what it's supposed yeah, to see? do. Yeah, Look at it doing yeah. what it's supposed to do. <laughs> Bend like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm.
3: Again, like I like the Grand Line wheels. I think they look really good. I would like a set on my car someday. It's just like for the fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars that they are. They're better wheels. You could go get fucking keys. You could go get Koenigs. Hell, you could go get like fucking any other like entry-level rotary wheel I know and it's like if you want I know some,
0: if you want something different then you'll get like I don't know I've, I've heard good things about uh Titan 7 I've heard good things about uh Apex I've heard like if you want to just get something different for the sake of yeah. saying I want something different there are other things
1: out there yeah, if you a, want that's if, the biggest thing for me too is like it's okay to try out a new wheel yeah. brand. Not all these <laughs> new wheel brands you have to sin into oblivion and act like yeah. they're fucking shit. of like, there are good new wheel brands yeah. coming out, but people won't give them the time of day because, because they don't have Japan. Familiar. Well, that was labeled thing, on. too. It's
0: like we have we have a uh, VR forged wheels for the S two thousand white yep. body, and people are like, well, why did you choose that? Why didn't you choose a, a an old Japan wheel or something like that? And it's like honestly, because my requirements were one piece, yeah. forged, light as fuck, and vr4s was like well here's how much it's gonna weigh and here's how much it would cost and i'm like you can't beat the value per dollar on how light the wheels are so i'm like fuck it i'm gonna go with those because it accomplishes exactly what i was looking to do better than waiting 15 months that, yeah. for a set of TE37s that are currently not even made. They're on a sheet somewhere that are going to get made at some
1: point. Dude. Maybe. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I fucking love Japanese wheels and they yeah. do have some of the best designs. So I get that hype a thousand percent. But this happened to me too where they announced the Rega Masters being made in super sizes and a new finish. And I was like, oh, holy fuck. That's mm. gorgeous. And I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm gonna fucking do. It. I'm gonna get a set of regas. So I email the fucking rep for regas, and they're like, "Okay, yeah, let's uh, get you going." Um, It looks like it's gonna be a minimum of eleven months right now, <laughs> bro. What the fuck? I ain't waiting a goddamn year. I am an impulse decision person. Yeah. I need it right like, now, or I'm gonna fucking. So you are talking thousands of dollars of money tied up. Yeah. For, oh, they're not oh, cheap. I know. And 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 it's minimum of eleven. No, that's, that's the other the thing. thing. Yeah. 11 months are going to come around. It's going to be fucking two years. Which
0: if you want another secret, they won't even process that wheel order until they have enough sales to put it into the yeah. factory to make. Mm-hmm. So when they're telling you anything- That's why they say
1: minimum. Yeah. Any,
0: anytime you're getting like a an order that's like plus six months, they're like, oh, it's nine to 12 months or it's nine to 15 months. That nine don't mean shit. 15 also doesn't mean shit. What it means is- You're going to get mad about it. We need at least- 12 sets, 48, usually 48 to 60s, the MOQ, for the factory to process that wheel size
3: and finish. Here's the thing. Some people pride themselves on that shit though. Yeah, I waited two years I know. That doesn't, I know. It, or good, it's like, yeah, I've been i am on uh, month fourteen waiting for good, my wheels.
0: I remember this is a conversation <laughs> I had once. It was right. it was uh, Claire. Like, Claire or Zach Rashid. I can't remember who it was. And,
3: I remember Claire was waiting yeah, on her wheels for a long time.
0: But so did Zach. I love both of them to death. They have <laughs> such good taste in cars. I love the way they modify their cars. And I remember one time, I can't remember who, which one of them it was, but they had waited 14 months or something like that First set of, I can't remember if it was Gram Lights or TEs,
1: probably. E's. Are those the ones that we pretend to drop on? Yeah, that I was... think, yeah, we <laughs> think made a was... video <laughs> pretending to drop her TE 37s Dude, that she waited but she, 14 months
0: for. I can't remember if it was Claire or if it was like, One of them only had the wheels on the car for a month before they sold the car. Oh, I think it was Zach. My God. I think Zach. it was Zach. It, and yeah. I'm like.
3: Yeah, they were the Advans.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. And they were yeah.
3: like Advans on the STI that he had. Yeah. And that looked really fucking good. And then he oh, sold the curry. I'm, I'm
1: like, oh. imagine blue balling yourself for a year. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So that's why like, I found a set of TE37s that were in stock. And I was like, oh, fuck it. We'll, we'll do that then, you know. And it's just like, if there is people that do want to wait. And those they the, like their exclusivity. Bro, and,
0: those are the people that are jumping on both sides of that dumb argument, though. Yeah. Those are the people. The people that don't want to wait and also talk shit about the accessible wheels. Right. Right. Are the worst kind because those are the people that are going out on marketplace. They're buying VSKFs for fourteen hundred dollars that are some you know weird fitment size, yeah. weird yeah. hardware, spacing them out, and they're You're saying, like right, right and, in space. and they're saying like, well, I went on marketplace and I got real wheels for thirteen hundred dollars. So your there's argument, no excuse. Of, there's yeah. no excuse for you for buying rep wheels, and it's like, okay, first off, asshole, that's not entirely true. Your lips are no longer oem yeah i'm sorry not oem your lips are no longer factory they're They're, leaking air they're they're rebuilt those lips are likely from china the same place (laughs) that the the one piece wheels are getting made they literally have a section for that right your your inner barrel is probably cheeched to shit your face has been repowdered like you said Mm -hmm. seven or eight times every single time you're cooking a face you're fucking with the actual integrity of the wheel you can't take a wheel up to those temperatures multiple times without increasing mm-hmm. its brittleness that's just a fact
3: that's literally how tempering works like, yeah
0: it's tempering and then they go out there and like annealing there's, sorry there's there's no excuse for for running rep wheels i'm like actually i could come up with a few but you don't even have to run rep wheels to run good budget wheels and i think that's the difference people yeah. assume budget is rep and it's you're yes, like, yes. so far away from the truth in that
1: conversation no, you can and i can't fight a anyone that, on this budget set that's not replica wheels absolutely too. But yeah, the internet. It again. If it's not made in Japan, it's a replica wheel. Yep. Except Japan
0: company, Japan wheel companies copy from Japan wheel companies all oh, yeah. the time. You that's can, fine. You can put, <laughs> you can put brands from from Rays and Work SSR. You can put them together. You could literally put them on a table and you could make a, fu- you know, like when you press the gambling machine and it does the line and you don't know how you won the 20 cents, but you yeah. won yeah, the 20 yeah. cents. Yeah. You could do that across all of their factories <laughs> and find the same fucking wheel yeah, in just yeah. different colors because right. they do that all the time. So you, you real wheels? So yeah, I guess. Fuck. Mm.
3: Yeah, clip that part. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's where it's like we're trying to find wheels for the Nissan Z. And it's tough yeah. because we're they out run there. Weird sizes. That's a, yeah, that's a it, weird fucking shipment. super weird size. And then they're raised, forged, one-piece wheels, so you can't go back. That's the problem no, with a lot wanna... of. That's a lot of problem with like new cars. A lot of like the new BMWs. A lot yeah, of the they're new really weird cars. fitment
3: and stuff like that are requiring the, some weird specs.
0: Yeah, but they're also like forged one piece wheels that are getting made by BBS or Rays or yeah. Enki,
3: and it's like so. It's like you want something different, but you don't want to downgrade. So yeah, it's like,
0: and you're almost bah. always going to downgrade yeah. unless you spend money, and it, that's where a lot of people. Oh, I went with Gram lights. It's like you went with a worse wheel. That's when you <laughs> find it's a
3: heavier <laughs> wheel. That's when you find someone like a 328 or like a. Uh, fucking like GTI or something. Be like, hey, I got some really crazy yeah. baller OEM wheels for you. I'll sell them for like stupid cheap. <laughs> 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 because right. I, I ain't gonna run reps, but I'll run stock wheels because that's better. I mean, yeah. in this case, that is a that's a style. That's a, style. Style. That is, are,
0: that's a yeah. style. The people that can do OE plus builds where they, especially
3: Volkswagen communities, that is such a this. fucking European thing. It's I went so to Utterly Euro. Cool ninety like percent of what it was. It was fucking Volkswagen wheels BMW. on fucking BMWs and BMW wheels on fucking Volkswagens yeah. and Porsche wheels on everything. Dude, Porsche go. wheels um, on Volkswagens know as Turbo TurboFans. Did you
1: see any Bentley wheels? I don't know. That's Probably.
3: Big, I didn't know what I was looking at ninety percent of the time, but turbo, I'm like, I think that's
0: cool. Yeah, turbo fans on a twentieth. Anniversary. Oh, dude! Oh.
1: There's somebody putting the dog all Viper three spoke Viper wheels on a Mark IV. That's it. It They look gorgeous. Yeah. Anyway, there, there's a space for that for putting OEM wheels and repurposing them. <laughs> our alarms going off, letting <laughs> us know our camera's going to overheat.
0: We are going to be taking a break, <laughs> and, and we'll when be we come back, back in a second. We'll be back in a second with
1: the editing magic.
0: Have you ever wondered why over fender kits fit like shit? I feel like I'm starting all these videos like a TikTok. S- Here's
1: Ask me, I'll tell you. See, that's him going to apply this overfender on the new Type S. What is he
0: using? Is he using a sticker?
1: Oh, I, Elbow went to figure
0: this out? elbow has got good content.
1: Yeah, I, I, we were about to talk about overfenders here. Yeah, you want to uh,
0: know why your overfenders fit like shit? Ask Q-g- me. I know, I know, I know.
3: Gels over overfenders. Q gels. Because the molds get used so fucking much <laughs> that, believe it or not, when you use things a lot, they tend to wear out and, like, Get different than when they were from brand new, and then as time goes on, things change, and then things come out different. AKA your overfender kit and your personality and yeah. your pee.
0: Um, <laughs> three different kinds of people in this room. The overfender, yeah. The overfenders are a really interesting conversation too, because we talk about pricing and marketing versus mm-hmm. what's what's the part worth and i know we were looking at liberty walk kits and stuff like that very expensive kits mm-hmm. very expensive kits very
1: yeah, they're 20 grand for the supra but you Jesus. are buying
0: you are buying the brand right carbon. but at but at the end of the day right what 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 is the actual like value add hopefully that liberty walk is keeping their molds clean and fresh mm-hmm. so that when you are getting a liberty walk kit you're getting a kit that actually fits to the car because it's just like the little stuff as the mold kind of gets used. Is yeah. like there's little things that gets left. There's resin that starts to kind of like get into the areas and start to create those bumps yeah. and waves and places. And for a lot of companies that do make over fender kits or some of that polyurethane stuff in China, mm-hmm. they use those molds until they break in half.
3: Yeah, and you can you can usually. T- I think it was a, uh, I think I was talking to to Anna and I was talking to Sam one time because they both got new Origin kits for their s chassis right around the same time but sam has the coupe with like the the brick front headlights yeah. and then anna has the pop-up one like me like the hatch so they're two different kits especially for the front and i remember anna's kit fit like perfectly but sam's fit like not like he had to do a lot of work especially yeah. with, like the front bumper to like get it to fit and he's like what the hell like origin's supposed to be like a really good like quality and i was like oh no problem with mine and, and, and like talking with them and i think they talked to each other figured out they're like yeah because over here, the pop up is way more common, obviously, because that's what we got over here. That those kits and molds are recirculated so much that yeah. there's new molds coming out that they're kept up with versus the old, like the, the not pop up ones. They're like, okay, yeah, we're going to remake it if we have to gotcha, because yeah. we only get so many orders. That's why a lot of times
0: you see those companies making like V2, V2.5, oh, V2.7. Yeah. V2. Yeah. 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 They do that all the time
3: because like, they're making a new mold. Yeah, yeah, like, if we got to remake well. new molds, we might as well just change it. Make make version two,
1: yeah. yeah, and it's interesting too, like uh, because I I seen a comparison on the new Civic Type R because that has like w- a little bit widened fenders yeah. and yep, stuff yep. like that, but the, I think they're like molded into the body where. The new Type S, apparently from what I'm seeing, is it's literally just 3M'd on, <laughs> and they're checking it out, and they're like, you can literally see panel gap. You can That's put so a crazy. piece of paper between the fender and Didn't the. You really? Yeah, and now that is just like, I, I, Honda I, L. I, I, it, really? Yeah, Honda L. It is, but like maybe it's just because what? it's like. We need you know, more a showcase vehicle. It's not actual like we production, but you still want that to look good. But like that's really interesting. If they're just gonna be sticking, yeah. Fenders. I wonder I'm if on, that was like but... maybe like a like a rare case for like a pre production. I don't know yeah, something worthy be. of checking yeah, out. Yeah, I'll keep an eye on it for sure. The Type S. Because yeah. that, have you
0: seen this new trend that's happening in the? automotive manufacturing space nissan just did it too What's chris that? forsberg and larry chen just dropped i'm gonna say chris forsberg and larry chen because it's way cooler than saying nissan <laughs> dropped it's basically a nismo like release it's got new seats it's got a bunch of new colorways Oh, for the z they're, Am I? they're quoting they're quoting that there is a, gonna be a good power increase not chris or larry they're just people are assuming because it's a nismo nissan usually does a performance increase
3: on the car what is changing are you talking about like just like the little pinstriperoo that they're like throwing on like the edges of things?
0: Okay, so that is true. Pinstriping is coming back in automotive. Which I am. Okay, that's where I thought you were going I thought you were like because like, no. I feel, it,
3: who was it? was it? Was it like the TRD stuffers. I there was one company there was like it was like the stuff. only difference was like oh you get like some little red trim. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> because car manufacturers are well, still scared to make bright colored cars. There's only a few companies that are coming out with bright-colored cars. Otherwise,
3: uh, everything- I would say majority of them have been coming out with some no, bright-ass no,
0: like, No, like, Okay, listen. I have a yellow I and blue car
1: I think every now, company but... in the world did Grabber Blue. Yes, in one way or another. My God. In one really? way or another, they yes. did blue. Yes, like everyone. every company. I'm trying
0: to find the last time I saw a Grabber Blue Nissan 378. Okay, hold
1: that thought, because I just realized my sock is inside out, and I have a hole in it. So- all right, been, <laughs> no. I may be a little bit on it. We're, <laughs>
0: We're going back of the previous. We're going back. We're going back. No, auto manufacturers are taking these like performance <laughs> trims. Stop it, both of Sorry. you. Stop it. I'm going to split you up. I'm going to put you on different sides We're of the We're already
1: class. there. <laughs> okay, pinstriping automotive no. 45th anniversary Supra. That was cool. No, Is they, it
0: though? They have these little arches, right, on the back. And then to fit wider wheels, they're just putting this little like, Eek! like this little tiny metal piece. That's just you have the arch. Oh, and then they're like, Eek! Yeah, you're talking about like the little like the rear the flare 86? on like the GT6 yes. and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Well, wasn't oh, it yeah, right because, because the Nismo the, the Nismo has, has it has too. It, oh, I, really? Yeah. Oh. So I'm looking at the Nismo and I'm seeing Chris Forsberg drifted around and it's all cool and stuff. But I cannot get my eyes off the problem, which is when they I go to roll those fenders, you're fucked or whatever that is. You are. There is no way that is you know going to go much well. know
3: fitment issues that caused on the new GR86? Dude,
1: yeah. people, are, like, people that have them on air and stuff especially yeah. are like, Dude, all these, these things fucking suck. Dude, all nightmare. these new cars. Hey, I don't know okay. what's going on it's with
3: because, them. It's because to get a wider wheel or tire from factory which you would imagine with like it a has to meet certain wheel. specifications it has to right? like sit within the body lines of certain areas yeah. so they throw those so it's little, a loophole yeah so they throw these little things on there so like no no if you look at it here it's not sticking on further than the thing it's like but the problem is, is like regulations fucking everything to be,
0: up to be fair to be fair Why are you putting in me i do think maybe factories doing the 3m tape stuff could be oh. better for enthusiasts then Toyota doing the what's GR86 is doing, which is like, there's a Molding bunch it of plastic, yeah. metal-y, sometimes we don't know if it's plastic okay. or
1: metal in there, and you just kind of have to roll it until you hear a crack. Quick question, though. You guys, did you see the 45th anniversary Super in person? We yes. did. Okay, fuck you, first of all. Sorry. It was really cool. Second of all, they, they made a nod on social media, and it's so yeah. confusing and cryptic. It was like... We are releasing the forty fifth anniversary in light of a special mark for Supra and then blah blah blah. What Supra are they referring I to? I can only imagine is, they're thinking of like the Fast and Furious. The Fast and, and that's what it seems like in the comments, but the, the you guys gotta check it out is there anything when, that's reminiscent of the Ferris? No, Fast because and Furious it's not Supra? a bright orange. It's like a no. burnt it, orange. Is, is, it's is like, that why? Because it's a orange but
3: just but different. Yeah, orange? but it was like when it was we like, uh, it was like a darker orange than like my FRS. Yeah, it was dark. like a like a burnt orange yeah. color. When,
0: when we talked we talked to the project manager yeah, for the for guy that, that actually least. like okay, designed it. Yeah that like managed all of it. Yeah, yeah, he never They're once boring. mentioned anything no. about Fast and Furious. What he mentioned well, was that he didn't. It was they the, won't. He, but what he mentioned but was he didn't that even it was say the he didn't even insinuate at it. He said it was the forty fifth anniversary of the Toyota Celica, Celica. Supra. Yeah.
3: Because people are like, well, it hasn't only been like 35 years yeah. or whatever. Like you guys already did a, a 35 or whatever. Um, the car belongs in manual.
1: Okay. So here's the post yes. that Toyota did. Toyota USA. Yeah, give me the deets. Paying homage to a certain custom Mark IV Supra. Meet the eye-popping GR Supra 45th anniversary edition.
0: If it's orange, then yeah, it's a Fast and Furious nod. But, but
3: it's like it's nothing that,
1: not. It's not like it was like a... It's like a targa guys, top. It guys, wasn't like a, It's
0: Toyota doing what Toyota does. They're like edgy, but in like a grandpa way not even, of edgy.
1: Well, I guess saying that is edgy because everyone's like, what the fuck are they talking about? What do they mean? What Mark Four Supra? That's like if I fucking went and bought a new Mitsubishi Eclipse
3: cross, had it forest green, and was like, Yeah, this mind you anything. <laughs> 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 <Andrew> <laughs> are we cool now? Are we cool?
1: Yeah, yeah, like I think that's a like I'm so I don't think anyone else gives a fuck. But me, I'm like, why did you say that? That's because, why did you say that? we saw the car in person, and then you were telling me about this. I'm like, I didn't get that at all. Because all all it is that I can tell is it comes with an adjustable wing. Which is cool. It looks really nice. Does it? Yep. In the pictures, it doesn't do it justice. It looked very, barely there. Yeah, it, They said an oversized adjustable wing. No,
0: because it's... And it looked like a... What I would say <laughs> is the car is so dark. That orange is so dark that a lot of the black assa- accents yeah, it was that we were an looking at, it's like hidden. You yeah, don't because see all It also the has the... Side skirt. The like split. a line on it, right? It's like, got, yeah, vinyl? it's got like a
3: v- piece of vinyl on it. <laughs> it's
0: all vinyl. A lot it's, of it is vinyl. It's some Mustang shit, dude. Dude, the, <laughs> the, coolest, the coolest one out of the three because they released the GR Corolla... Toronto, uh, only nine hundred eighty six in the US though. Yeah, and only half of them are manual. Then half of the half are either orange or
1: the other color. Black there was two something. colors for the super that they said. They yeah, were in. yeah, yeah, it was cool. That I mean, it, it was really cool to see in person. Yeah, manuals. I'm not mad about. It. I just had questions about
0: the gr86 interior on the Toronto looked awesome though yeah that, that car looked, was neat that looked people
3: that looked are really sick. split didn't on Didn't they do car. a corolla too yeah they did a they did a it's basically extending the circuit edition mm. for this next year because like they said like oh well this like the top edition for like when it came out was like only going to be for a year yeah this is basically i'm like okay well we're taking some things from that putting it into this new edition
0: i didn't yeah
3: i didn't know the gr corolla had a carbon roof well, the Circuit Edition, doesn't. yeah, it's a forged I, carbon roof. It looked
0: crazy. Yeah, just I just sick. I never saw it in person, and then I saw it, I'm like,
3: yeah, it was pretty wild. Yeah, they
1: went buck wild yeah, with I the Circuit Edition. I
3: I posted a video on the the Toronto. I know uh, we we did some stuff on it too, For but torque, yeah, people seem really split on, and I can understand why because it you know at the end of the day it is just a different sticker pack. You know, yeah, it's a it's a sticker pack. Or uh, think, is it actually think, painted in there? No,
0: car? I think people. No, it's vinyl. People okay. always, and maybe it's a good thing. Whenever there's a a limited edition model of a car, I think they're always, especially a sports car, they're always expecting some sort of performance improvement. Typically, the fastest place people look is horsepower torque, things like that. And the GRD6 doesn't have that. The only upgrade that it had performance-wise was upgraded brakes. I think they mentioned dampers or maybe like an LSD, a little LSD play around. the Corolla. Oh, no, I was talking about the GRD6. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I I get it. I get it. But at the same time, it's it's a limited edition. It's yeah. catering to a small audience. That audience is going to buy that car regardless. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's the just, thing.
3: And it's like I wasn't mad about it. No, I mean, I'm like, I'd never fuck I'd probably never buy it. Right. But it's like I appreciate Toyota trying to yes. connect with the audience and like, hey, that's a really cool thing you did. Like taking like the inspiration from like initial D and like the old AE eighty six. Yeah. Putting it like basically this is the new AE eighty six, G R eighty six with this livery paying homage like that was dope i do respect didn't get it it with the super
1: though i did not get it with the. (laughs) See, like i wish in my opinion because i don't care if there's isn't a performance upgrade there it'd be cool but it doesn't need to be it's just i wish they would do like a a target top or do like special edition seats and steering wheel because Mm -hmm. and they're kind of boring in the supra and there's room for improvement so why not they did fix the wheels the wheels looked really dope on it
0: uh, let me they're look. Forge, real yeah. they're, they're forged
3: nineteens. Oh, they're forged. Think. Yeah, See, they're, so it's a straight cool. spoke. Like it's not the split tone. The wheels, yeah, that's I that's the, the
1: fucking new super wheels. That's just how Is they it? come now. That's not that's so. It's specific not specific to the anniversary, oh, anniversary edition. Oh, never mind. Take it all so, back. The They they're are good looking wheels, though. GR Corolla Corolla's got forged BBSs. PBS. That's neat. Yeah. That's really cool. I don't
0: yeah. know I don't know who was responsible for the GR Corolla project, but they must have done really good stuff in Toyota because I don't think the guy ever got told no on building yeah. that car. No. The top trim GR Corolla is nutty. It is so wild. fucking wild of a car Have, to come. The from public hasn't been able like to get
1: that. their hands on that no. edition yet, though, right? I've seen regular GR Corollas out, but I haven't seen like a circuit edition. No, yet. because they're going for like a fucking hundred grand. Yeah, that's, and that's for a Corolla. problem. Yeah, yeah a
3: three-cylinder well, Corolla.
0: And Toyota's not. You want to? Okay, let's flip it right back on its head. Manufacturers need to do a better job at policing their own distribution network because that shit, I think, is silly. Yeah. And then people are like, well, it's a free market. Well, Let dude. people charge whatever they want. It's like, yeah, to a
1: point. You Everything, know, to a point. the market, yeah, but it's like The reality we're in is... Everything is a hype drop now. Yeah. Everything is limited. You can't get your hands on it. And it's like, You're I don't know. Overpay. I don't know where the fuck it started. If it was with started clothes and, and like ago. Supreme and all that shit, like doing drops. And then all of a sudden it, it came into video games mm-hmm. and then video games were impossible to get a hold of. And now cars and special editions are insanely over. Like it just take, it's plaguing the world and it's annoying as fuck. Yeah, I agree. It sucks. Yeah, it's kind of. It's like, the normal like general public should be able to buy a fucking Corolla. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. like like we love what you made, but now you won't let me buy it. Yeah, Yeah. because it's going. But then what's yeah one percent? But
0: I think they're doing it because it
1: just drives more attention, and it's working. It's obviously working. that's, That's the problem is because when. There's something that you can't get your hands on, and if the opportunity comes up where you can buy, it, you almost feel like you have to buy it. That
0: well, was the knees, mostly. I mean, I've just made that mistake with the Z, right? Oh, I mean, it, said was, <gasps> it was mistake. It was. It was. Sell it was 2023. Oh, hey, we, we just got this allocation. This is the only one that there and is. This is probably the first felt one in the Midwest. obligated, like, and I'm holy like, shit, man. I
1: need to because no one else can. But yeah. five years ago,
0: five years ago, everything that I just told you as to why I bought the car, w- my dad would laugh at me. He'd be like. <laughs> Wow, so you bought a car at dealer price because it was available and it was new? Isn't that the whole fucking point of a dealership? It's like, right. oh well, yeah. But now
3: Yeah, now that's a good deal.
0: Now it's a good deal. A good yeah, we were deal just, so just paid the price 30
3: minutes talking about how good of a thing it was that you got it for fucking MSRP.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. It's wild. That's
0: it is psycho. It is kind of a in, in your guys' opinion when you think about that really quick, do you think that there's either like a brand or a category of parts that you think is still doing things like the old way.
1: Uh, well, like what do you mean? En- yeah, elaborate on the old way more. So,
0: take Toyota. Everybody loves Toyota, but at the end of the day, they're doing hype drops. Mm-hmm. You go to Nissan and the Z hype drop. You go to some. Yeah. You, you go to some even like old Japanese wheels. They go and they release a, mm. a super spec Rega Master. They only, only going like, ten be, sets, and of they them. got ten sets of them, and it's like. Hype drop. What company out there is like doing something good for the community, good for the industry, that isn't making it a hype drop and is being fair to their like, audience?
1: Yeah, so a company that's dropping something that can meet the demand that they and is create. fair to, and is fair to the audience and has some
3: legacy. I think it, the only thing that comes to mind is like your intermediate level brand of parts. So it's like your Koenigs, your end keys, your that kind the, of stuff.
1: automotive. What about but, like Apple?
0: I mean, to be fair, I feel you like are they were the
1: every- originator of the hype drop, the hype drop but drop. it was available to everybody. Yeah, but you could still go get it. Yeah. And th- I feel like that's the thing now. Uh, there's still, I think, a little trouble sometimes getting like a new iPhone that comes out. But yeah, y- yeah, you're waiting maybe a month or two. But yeah, it's like I'm trying to think.
0: Trying I almost want to wanna, like I almost almost want to say like Mazda Miata that's that's because yeah, they but, can't make it hype
3: but they, yeah they haven't <laughs> but they haven't been doing any of this stuff like they haven't released like a special edition the it's been how many years since the latest generation of the miata dropped yeah. like miata needs a new fucking sports car and i fucking hope it's the rx9 because they keep teasing that shit and blue balling the fuck out of everyone for the
1: past 15 years 15 fucking years see that's a, uh, when we we're i'm just trying to you like gotta, it's got to be hype though like it's got to be yeah but you There's can a have, demand.
0: you can like, you Mas can have de- an interest in no, a demand without having the feeling of of, of being ripped off. Because I I think that that hype beast drop just grew with the demographic. Yeah. They were they were eighteen when Supreme was fucking throwing their logo on crowbars, and now they're <laughs> twenty five <laughs> and they're post FAFSA and they've got a family and a kid and they just they assume that because it's hype, that that it's good. And that's where the whole point of the Nissan Z is to shed that shit away from the car and literally look at the car as it sits, drive it objectively and say, is this car even worth MSRP because i'm going to be honest with you guys every feedback we've gotten from people that have had the car without dropping names have yeah. said it's underwhelming it's heavy yeah. it's it's not as fun as a supra it can't do as much it's just not as good so it's like
3: yeah it's like okay well
0: then why aren't any why
3: isn't anybody saying that yeah. if I, it was mass produced and a bunch of people had it would people still hold it to the same standard exactly but yeah. you have or is it just because no one can get their fucking hands
0: you on it. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. And because people can't get their hands on it, the people that do have
3: such high expectations for yeah. what at the end of the day is a Nissan sports car. So maybe did this negatively impact what they wanted it to do. Exactly. Because people are
1: have their expectations
3: too high.
0: Because the people that did get the car directly from Nissan. I guess that's the only thing Didn't
1: that we like could TJ pay like six figures for his there was a there was a story
0: running on the first video he dropped where I knew he paid above markup because it was a proto spec, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. a yeah, pro- I know well, he's he was like one of the first cash. people to get. But Dustin one. Williams didn't. I don't. I don't think Dustin Williams
1: played. I, a markup. I, I'm not sure. I thought he had a that relationship I don't with know. Nissan. Anyway, I, I don't know. Speak, I'm just speak. saying is like, there. You can't tell me that somewhere in the back of your mind, while you're driving, you're not thinking like, I paid a hundred thousand dollars for this fucking thing. Are you serious? Like, yeah. like you're saying, I feel like the hype is. You, you have to deliver, and now yeah. that hype drops th- are normal, I don't the think they're only, delivering. I think it's, yeah. standard. and that's the
3: only thing that I think we can hope for is that companies are going to realize, like, oh, shit, yeah, we're doing all this like hype stuff, limited release things, oh, dude, they, it's they, just but they're. we're it's over promising. They, they, they don't actually delivering because care, of the, price. the only thing we can hope is that people are going to come around and be like, hey, this is actually kind of
0: there. Boring. Is there's two things I want to say on that really quick. Number one, if you're thinking about spending seventy thousand dollars on a car. I need you to, to to open up a new tab in Google Chrome and type in 2017 Mercedes-Benz AMG GT. Look at that car, used 70 grand. Look at whatever shipbox box 250 horsepower tuner car that you're buying with 2200 miles is and really ask yourself if it's worth spending $70,000 on because the used market out there, when you start expanding, you don't have to get the AMG. But it's an example to state that your 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 pool gets very yeah. wide. That's, a, when that's what I'm saying. Around. Like these, just these... because it's hype doesn't mean it's worth it. It's yeah. not worth yeah, it. But which mark-ups? one will get
1: me the most likes?
3: Yeah, that's another. Get thing. a Mazda Miata. You want to be popular on TikTok? Get a Miata. It's just like the markups and like hype are like pushing these like certain level of cars into a completely new category, and they're getting of their vehicles and they're getting asked hand it to Yeah, them. so it's like like just like you said it's like you spend 70 grand on this car or go spend 70 grand on this other car that's way objectively better. Yeah. But because it's hyped up, limited edition and overpriced, you're going to be disappointed.
0: You're almost like in, it's like you're forced to like it at that point. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like the thing that was always so cool about watching the JDM bubble go up, right, is like people hated it. They'd always be like, oh, well, I could have used to get an R32 GTR for $22,000. Never happened. Sorry. (laughs) and, And they're like, now they're 40. And it's like, okay, but to be fair, the GTR R32 probably is worth $35,000 Thirty-five dollars to $40,000 as a good tunable sports car platform. It does a really good job at what you want it to do. It's a really well-balanced car. It's fun. It's analog. It just it feels yeah. good, right? Maybe it was underpriced and now it's at market. People are associating that lift in price with a fucking random GR Corolla going for $82,000 right. for a proto-spec Nissan Z to go for $97,000. And it's like, those are not in the same bucket. They're not even fucking close. Yeah. People are just buying dumb cars because they think it's worth it, and I just don't think it is. With that being said, $100,000. One car. One. What do you try to go get in the used marketplace? What do you think you could confidently go find?
3: For 100 Gs?
0: 100 Gs. You're trying to find a M3 fun... 3 or M4? Fun sports car. Use the extra money amount at it.
3: I feel like for that amount of money, I could go find a pretty well built three, maybe four on, rotor RX seven.
1: Okay,
0: thank you. I was trying to let him explain it so that it didn't have screaming in the middle of it as he explained Sorry. it. But I knew <laughs> I knew you weren't gonna last three? that long. He got to three and I'm, like, I'm
1: like Dakota's gonna fucking yeah. put him off. I can just tell. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at him the whole time. He's like, <laughs> you could see it's a spin it spinning. Boiling point. All right, Alex. 100 grand. What do you gonna buy? Honda Civic?
0: I would. I'd, I think I would Almost. go for a, a 993, 911, or you had an
1: 911. Audi R8. You already had an R8. Some new. Come on. Hey, come on. Okay.
0: Yeah, Mercedes AMG GTC. stop talking about that car
3: Something else, boring you want me to pick another one yeah i'll pick another one
0: yeah all right you ready for this Mm -hmm. are you ready are you sure you're ready (laughs) hurry up i would probably pick up if it were up to me and i had any choice under 100 g's i'd probably go try to find uh, a hyundai
1: nope
0: not a hyundai i would probably want to go try to find like an old ferrari Eight ah. at six speed. All right. Now okay, you're out. just talking. Why do you why do you guys get to pick what you want? But then when I pick what I want.
3: Because I've never owned the car that I want. I just want to keep
0: poking <laughs> you and see where you
1: <laughs> <laughs> where you ended up.
0: Um with that being said, we've got what the gonna. Uh,
1: I went. Well, you, well, you already saw. went. I said it instantly. Yeah, That's why I, when everyone else is like <laughs> I would pick. I was thinking uh, if three, it was falling under 100,000. Four. I'm like, <laughs> come on. Immediately, Alex asked, I'm like, M3 or M4. And then we just, <laughs> we just moved on with our life.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. All right. I actually thought about it.
0: With there. that being said, we are done with this <laughs> podcast talking about all sorts of the kind of behind the industry curtain, if you will. Things you got guys, a little heated. You guys let us know in the comment section below what you want us to talk about next. If you want any of what we do talk about to be like its own pillar video with like yeah, acts like collaborate stuff. And go in deeper. Yeah, just let us know. Put it in the comments. We'll use it. Gels will take a look at it. We'll make a video on it. So we appreciate all the support. Thank you so much for checking out Martini Works. Don't forget to subscribe. And, uh... That's it. That's all I got. Bye. I was assuming he was going to either make a noise or fart into the microphone. So I'm glad we got a. <laughs>